Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, guys. Wow, did that basketball game deliver last night or what? Oh, it did. Brooklyn, they went hard. They went nasty, bro. They had to. I guess that's where we're going to start off, Mal. That's the story of the day, story of the week. We've been talking about it for the past couple of episodes. Let's get into it. The Brooklyn Nets bash the Philadelphia 76ers 129-100. This game was over at the half. It was. It really was. I was trying. We were talking right before we started recording, like, hey, when did you stop? And I was like, right at halftime, bro. Like, I kind of <laughs> knew it, like. Damn, fucking KD and Irving just came in on a fucking mission. Kyrie makes a three to beat the buzzer first quarter, gives him 40. I was like, uh-oh. That playoff intensity was right there from the beginning. Uh, I really liked what Joel Embiid was doing early on. He was attacking Andre Drummond. He went down with an injury, Drummond did, but uh, thankfully he was able to come back from that. But yeah, that's exactly what Embiid was supposed to do. He did his part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others, it was very, very evident no Harden. <laughs> Where did he go? He that, went to the club every, last that, night. You saw that? No, I didn't. He was partying with Travis Scott. and uh, I would have tuned that white puffy jacket. I love that. During the post-game interview, I was like, I need that. What? I could lose and look this fly too? Uh, uh, you want to talk about Philly? You want to talk about Brooklyn? What do you want to do? I don't, uh, let's do some praises because, like, honestly, we've been talking about the fucking Nets. I how wanted they, Philly how, to win this game. I did too. I've been I've been on James Harden's fucking nutsack. Like I'm like, yo, come on, bro. You've been moving. You know how to play well. This fool did not show up during this game. And to be honest, it's not really just him. It is the fucking big three of the Nets. And that I mean KD, Irving, and Seth Curry. Curry. <laughs> yes, yeah. That yeah. was my major takeaway yeah. from this game. The biggest X factor for Brooklyn. How they trade him. <laughs> like you know, like why they just, trade him. Well, just seeing that and then to be honest, I was like, okay, maybe the 76ers won the trade. After last night's game, it's like, fuck, Ben Simmons is not there, who we know is not going to shoot, is not going to be your offensive threat, but that means he's just going to have to work harder on defense. And we already know this fool right here, my co-host, loves his defensive play, you know, thinks of it like highly. So Wins championships. Nets, well, that's true, but like now you have one guy who's set on D. You know, and then you have two guys who you don't really, you never have to er- worry really on both sides. Cause Irving kind of showed you that when he was like on Harden a couple with a nasty block from behind. Like that's the way you get Harden down. But at the same time, you got this X Factor Curry who was having a pretty decent fucking season already with the 76ers and he has to go. And that's a, that's going to be your third man now, your third score. This could potentially be a first round playoff matchup, Malv. And I'm wondering if the other shooters, when Ben Simmons is on the floor, are going to be that open, you know. But then that's what it is. Like, even if you're, like, a shitty fucking player, at least make an attempt to hit the backboard and give your team a chance to get the rebound or something, you know. Like, you don't totally have to be that passer. And I'm pretty sure with this, gave him a boost of confidence, not just with the team and being there, but just being like, oh, fuck, I'm on a team that, like, scoring is really not my... He doesn't have to do it. You know, so I think that's going to, like, give them some ease. And the same thing, like with KD and Irving, they know it too. We could score full. What we need is sometimes like you to guard the best player. Can you fucking do that? And like now in this situation, it's like, it's not even a question. Like you have to do that full because we're not going to ask you to fucking 
score. We got Curry now. Like, hopefully we keep him, like, middle. Like, you know, I'm saying, like, 15 to 20. Because what did he put last night? Like, 23 or some shit like that? The box score, Seth Curry, 24 points, 2 assists, 1 rebound. Kyrie Irving, 22 points, 5 and 4. Kevin Durant, 25, 7, and 14. Man, that dude is a professional scorer. Beast. Beast. That for, oh, that. Him again going against MB too. Like, you know, if we're going to transition to the 76ers and their fault, but, like, he was jawing at him. He knows it, too. Like, I think this shows it even more. We were talking about it before. I think this is going to be – they're going to be deadly because Kyrie has the freshest legs. It's not fair, but sometimes <laughs> life be like that, huh? couple other things that we wanted to mention for Brooklyn. Their defense definitely was very impressive. Uh, I thought that Nick Claxton I, – I was very impressed with Nick Claxton when he came in for Andre Drummond. Yes, he's smaller than Embiid, but he was doing a great job on him. Him paired with Simmons, it's going to be very nice to see. Doc Rivers, he said that the Sixers owe Ben Simmons a tribute video. Fuck. What would you think of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you that message earlier in the day when you had the Philly fans already heckling I Ben Simmons. It. I told you, nice. Like, yeah. it had to start off early. It you was know? like, it's already begun. And, um, no, I'll, he didn't I'll, get any of the booze. Well, he got a few. He got a few. He did. He got one during the pregame. The dunk. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love that. I thought that shit was funny, too. Like, the best would have been if he would have missed it. Like, what if it was just so like, oh, fuck. Like, they got me. Like, I just missed. Kevin Durant said it himself. They shut him up, and, you know, they punched him in the mouth. They got his back. One more uh, thing for Brooklyn. Goran the Gray. <laughs> you seen his hair? He's gone. Full. It's all the stress over there. Shit, bro. He took a nasty charge against a full-speed Embiid. Good on him, though. Good on him. Quickly, let's talk about Philly. James Harden, he struggled pretty bad in the first half. He had 11 points, 3 of 15, uh, but it was the Joel Embiid show, like it always is. 27, 12 rebounds, 2 assists. That was it for him. Yeah. Also, James Harden, now third all-time in three-pointers made list, so silver lining there. DeAndre Jordan, pretty decent job as a backup, 10 points, 9 rebounds, but you need more from Tobias Harris. You need more from James Harden. It reminds me of when I get my ass beat in 2K. It's just that momentum. It's yeah. so hard to, to, to get out of that. Because it is. you're trying to force it, and it's like, no, you can't force it. Take it a possession at a time, and it starts in the defensive end. Philly's going to make their adjustments, and I think the way they were playing that first quarter, even though they were down, attacking, exploiting the size mismatch with MB there, I think Philly will be all right. I want to see this so bad. Like, yeah, both teams on full 100% mode. Yes, Brooklyn, they went hard. Brooklyn. Shout out to Notorious B.I.G. They went hard. Uh, It's death anniversary, too, March 9th, so, you know. Before anything, I want to do a side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. You just said that it was Biggie's tribute for his murder. March 9th, what year was it? 1997. I got a family story. My dad, he used to work for the MTA, and people don't know that's the, the bus system here in California, and he used to work nights. And the day after, he told me, who was that rapper that you like that you know? And I'm like, what? Who's like, the big fat one, the big fat one. And I was like, oh, Biggie's like, I was there when he got murdered. And I was like, what? And I guess my dad's route was near the uh, the Peterson Museum. So he was there, and he said he was, like, stopped by, like, all this commotion and then all the cops and stuff. So that's, like, a, a little fame story of, like, we were near an infamous thing. My dad always says, like, I was there, the big fat guy. He's gone. But R.I.P. Biggie, we still blast you in here in Cali. Brooklyn, you go hard. Okay, well, that was the major story of the week that we wanted to cover. 
We've got a couple other things that we wanted to mention. Malv, I hope you like buckets this week because we had a bunch of them. And I'm talking about some 50-point burgers. I'm going to list these, and I want you to tell me who had the best 50-point game. LeBron James, 56 points against the Golden State Warriors, 16 in the fourth, 10 rebounds. He became the oldest player in NBA history to have a 50-point, 10-rebound game. Jason Tatum, 54 points versus Brooklyn, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. And, speaking of Brooklyn, Kyrie, he also dropped 50 in a win against Charlotte. Three rebounds, six assists, and nine three-pointers made. Breaking news. Well, we can add LeBron James to that list one more time because he did it again. Another 50-burger in a 122-109 win against the Washington Wizards. 50 points, seven rebounds, six assists, one block, six of nine from three. I've been saying all year how this season reminds me so much of the 2012-2013 season and how Kobe was going so hard just to get this team into the playoffs. LeBron's doing the same thing. He needs some help because you don't want him to get injured. Good on LeBron. Good on the Lakers. Back to Malvin Mowgli. Who had the best 50 burger? This one was hard for me. I had an answer before this, before the Nets and 76ers game, and it wasn't Kyrie. My first original choice, guys, for sure, it was going to be Jason Tatum. The Celtic? That, that, uh, hey, oh, the audacity, I, I, I felt it was a little bit more important for him to get on it, him and the Celtics on a positive note. 54 points. It seems like nobody could have been on him. Kevin Durant yeah. was on him, and he couldn't stop him. You saw he how did mad it. Kevin he was. Durant, how, how much did he have? 37 points, though, and it still didn't do anything for the win. But after this game with the 76ers, I would have to say that I'm taking some of my statements back that we had with you, that Katie might be correct. Like, it was a nice little, I wouldn't say master class, but a nice intro, intro to basketball starring Kyrie Irving. Like, it was against Charlotte. That's all. That's one thing I put it down. Well, Montrez Harrell, he's not. He's not. Uh, <laughs> get, get, get out of here! I'm sorry, Montrez. He's killing it on my fantasy team, but he's not known as a defender. Uh, Boston Celtics, eight and two in their last ten games. That's what I'm saying they're on the upstream. We, I have a Four. soft soft because they're our enemy. You want to see your enemy good? Every one of their teams was playoff potential, and they fucking ruined it. And like, I hate seeing good players be on shitty teams. You know, and at least they're trying to go for this upswing. You said what, eight and ten now? Eight like, and two in their last ten. Eight and two, well, four game win streak. They play the Pistons next, so hopefully that's a win. I know what your fifty burger was though. It had to be the king. It was the king. You got your whopper from him. <laughs> <laughs> My whopper. <laughs> Come on now, you know he does everything. He did everything in that game against Golden State. I'm looking at the the opponent as well. Golden State. They were on a losing streak, but you know. They were, at the time, second in the West. They were trailing that game. He had a monster dunk. I mentioned oh, yeah, it. that was beast. 16 in the fourth. Uh, you know, it was him. It was him. And I, I, at the time, at the time, I mentioned this to you, too. I felt like it was a, a Pulp Fiction kind of shot to the chest, Good. right, of, of, of uh, adrenaline. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Malv. He rested the next game because of his knee soreness, and we're going to talk about that Rockets game later My on God. in Lakers talk. <laughs> Don't think we're not going to talk about that game. Okay. Moving on to other NBA news, kind of serious NBA news right here, global news. WNBA star Brittany Griner has been arrested and detained in Russia for smuggling marijuana vape cartridges. She's been there for the past three weeks. Insane. If convicted, 
She could face five to ten years in, in the Russian gulag. This ain't Warzone, right. bro. <laughs> you can't restart the game. Shit, bro. This is fucking scary. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, that's how I wanted to bring this up. We normally don't bring up WNBA news. We, we're trying to be a little bit better at that. And this one is just like because of what's happening on in the world right now. Shout out to International Women's Day as well, right? Oh, yeah. That was a couple days ago, right? Yeah, we love women here at Malvin Ugly. <laughs> but no, I thought this was insane, bro. But first of all, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Second thing is like, I'm not even a guy who who's a world traveler or anything, but I've always learned that if you're going to travel, don't be bringing drugs in and out of certain countries. One of them being Russia. The other one I know for sure is Japan. Afghanistan. Like, like there's some places you don't, but like you lose limbs if yeah. you get caught with that stuff over there, dude. And like, this is no joke. And like, it is no joke too, because I was reading that she plays in Russia during the off season. That's where she goes and plays. So, like, she's kind of has to be known over there, and they're still taking this force on her. So, like, this shit is serious. This goes out to her family, her loved ones. Like, hey, we're looking out for you, girl. Hopefully this gets you resolved know, quickly. You yeah. know, three weeks is t- still too long in any kind of jail. And I'm a gulag in Russia? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not for me, comrade. <laughs> yeah, uh, Griner, she was a WNBA champion with the Phoenix Mercury. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, get home safe, Brittany. Seriously. Okay, we talked about 50 burgers. We had some 40 burgers too, Malv. Very quickly, Joel Embiid, he put in work against the Bulls, 43, 14, and two assists. Nikola Jokic, he had a 40-point game, 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, and four blocks. Julius Randle, he had a 40. (laughs) (laughs) No Nick talk. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 46 points. It was against the Kings, though. (laughs) Boo, double boo. Okay, okay, okay. 46 points, 8 of 16 from the 3, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. Oh, and a Cleveland Cavalier, Darius Garland. He had 40-point games. Who was Not the best bad. 40? Ooh, I'm going to have to pick one of the big ones. It was Jokic. That, yeah, <laughs> you know. Moving on to the next order of business, Malik Beasley. He dropped 11 three-pointers in a game. The record was previously held by Anthony Edwards, which was 10 three-pointers. That was like a couple weeks ago, dude. So, uh, Timberwolves. They're on fire over there. They're, they're on fire, they're dude. Carl Anthony Towns. No, no, I didn't say him. I said the Wolves are on fire right they're, now. They're, let me pull up their record. Hold on. Remember, this is the year I give no credits to Cat. Eight and two in the last ten games. Six-game win streak. Currently seventh in the West, but, you know, that's just a logjam because the West is so stacked right yeah. now. Good on them, bro. Good on them. Straight up, bro. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the injured list. Welcome to the Injured List, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Malv, we got Jarrett Allen, the major dude right now. Cleveland, uh, Bro? Yes. No. <laughs> he is out indefinitely with a fractured finger. It's messed up for the Cavs. Yes, indeed. Unfortunate timing. Cleveland currently sitting sixth in the East, 38-27 and 27 as of this recording. Very big loss. Great defensive presence. We also have Cam Reddish. More Nick talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's done for the season. Right shoulder separation. He's out for six weeks, so that's basically the season. Yeah, that's the next season. They're done. (laughs) Joe Harris. I don't know if we mentioned Joe Harris, but during the Sixers-Nets broadcast, Reggie Miller brought up that Joe Harris is done for the season. I think it was an ankle injury. So, yeah. Sucks for him. We forgot to mention that. And Brandon Ingram. He's injured. That sucks for the Pelicans, bro. It he does. Was getting, he was going on fire, too. He was starting his upswing. Him and McCollum, right? Like, they were just fucking, they're learning how to fucking gel together. And I feel that they were. He's out for at least seven to ten days with a mild hamstring strain. 
we'll see what happens with the Slender Man. Once a Laker, always a Laker, right? For you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Malv, it's the injured list. We recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. And I think we forgot to also mention Markel Fultz. Welcome back, Markel. After 14 months from a torn ACL, he returned from injury February 28th against the Pacers. He had 10 points, 6 assists, 16 minutes, 5 of 7 field goals. The Magic won that game, 119-103. So, uh, you know, good on him. I hope uh, Feltz is, like, on the phone with Simmons, just giving him some info on how to shoot, you did, know? Did you pray for Markel because they fuck up his shot? Always. Shout out to J. Cole right there. That's, like, one of the only J. Cole lines I know. I didn't even know that was a J. Cole. I've never listened to J. Cole, bro. Now you know. Now I know. I've only seen him dunk in the NBA <laughs> All-Star games. Yeah, right? Uh, Draymond Green. He's also expected to be returning from injury March 14th versus the Wizards. Speaking of the Wizards, we had Chris Tapps Porzingis. He made his Washington Wizards debut on March 6th. Very impressive. 25 points, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. I'm going to need more than 5 rebounds, though, for someone 7'3", right? Uh, Hell yeah. Me 5'6", I'm going to have like 12 rebounds a game, bro. You go hard in the paint, Malv. This guy fucking does, dude. The Wizards are actually a pretty decent team that I play with on 2K. Shut up, Kuzma. Shut up. Kuzma, yeah, exactly. Kuzma Porzingis. I love it. I love it. When I have to use him, I I can put in work. So, yeah, that's that. And Zion, what's going on with him? Still eating. (laughs) Everyone has to eat, Mal. Uh, But he is reportedly rejoining the New Orleans organization. JJ Reddit got to him. Yeah, right? (laughs) After spending some time rehabbing up in the Portland area. So, what does that mean? We still don't know, but yeah, that's that. And that is the injured list for today. Let's do the Pacific Division talk. I want to start with the Warriors and the game they had yesterday at Denver. Jordan Poole, I think he solidified himself as the third splash brother. Back-to-back threes late in that game to seal the dub for the dubs. Very impressive, very impressive. Stephen Curry, he was just on fire that game. He reached 20,000 career points on a ridiculous three-pointer. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't. I honestly didn't watch this game, but I, like from you here, from hearing from you that Poole's putting through, it's like, yo, he's getting that contract money. He's fucking earning it right now. Clay Thompson, he struggled a little bit. Still. Clay- Told you it was too early to bring him back. It's Nobody, li- Nobody listens to me. It's been two years. Nobody listens. I think he'll play himself into that. You saw Draymond mm-hmm. over there, you know, uh, cheering them on and motivating them. Well, that's who you need is Draymond, bro. We Who, who would have known that his injury would actually be pretty detrimental to the Warriors? Like, he's fucking fundamental to what they do. There was also a really cool story regarding this Nuggets-Warriors game. There was a little fan. Did you see her? She was crying earlier this week because Steph Curry was resting that game against the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, I heard of the story. And then the Warriors staff, like the, the PR staff, they reached out to her. She got really good tickets. She saw a great game the Warriors had. We got to do that with you at, at the Crypto Center. <laughs> Kendrick <laughs> Nunn. I came to see Kendrick Nunn. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we need some Rams players at the, oh, at the Lakers game. So that we can get a win? No, yeah. we still lost with them once, didn't we? Uh, oh, we're, well, we're 2-0 and with them? I think so. I think we're 2-0. and uh, Going quickly to the Warriors, uh, Will Ferrell. Did you oh, see that, Jackie though? Moon. He dressed- That's what they need. After that, Clay was decent. They won the game. They beat the Clippers that game, 112-97. Uh, yeah, just great story. Good on the Warriors. That's what you like to see from an organization. Okay, moving on to the Phoenix Suns. Now, they are first place in the Western Conference. They're the first team to clinch a playoff berth. Yeah, I saw that. And we still didn't <laughs> talk about them first, right? <laughs> That's just how it is right there, dude. Devin Booker, welcome back. 
They beat the Miami Heat, and they clinch a playoff berth. They're the first team to do it. Still no Chris Paul. We mentioned he might not even make the first round of the playoffs, but uh, they're going to play who's available. Good on them. They did, however, lose a finals rematch against the Bucks, 132-122. to 122. Milwaukee dropped 41 points in the fourth quarter in that game. Yeah, uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's no CP3, no Devin Booker for that game. Um, De- DeAndre Ayton, he put in work. But definitely chippy at the end. Chris Middleton and Jay Crowder. Hi, Jay. <laughs> you know I'm going to do that all the time, bro. Every time Jay Crowder does something, I'm just going to go, I Jay. I'm going to make sure he never has highlights anymore. <laughs> so good on them. Good on, good on Phoenix. Okay, moving on to the Sacramento Kings. Malv, we are not going to skip them today. What? Because we actually have some news for them. DeMontis Sabonis, their recently acquired franchise player, he was suspended a game for making contact with an official. And also, it has now been 16 years that the franchise has not made the playoffs. Fuck. <laughs> so, king's gonna king, bro. Fuck. Hey, shout out for Sabonis, though. That wasn't even that bad. They just wanted to give him that shit. I saw it was nothing there. It was just regular shit. It does nothing. <laughs> shout out to Luis. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk about the Clippers. The major thing about the Clippers is when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to come back, Ty Lu gave us a great answer to that. He said he'll let us know when he knows. So, you know, it's just speculation. Yeah. Who knows if they're going to come back. 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Eighth place. Good on them. Good on Ty Lue. He's a coach. Yeah. He's a coach. He's going to deal with the adversity head on. That's what you want from them. Okay. We save the best for last. <laughs> this is all you, bro. This is the designated Lakers talk. Our listeners know right now fucking Mowgli is on one. He fucking messaged me during the, like, I got something to say. I was like, yo. I'm glad we had start? a couple of days. I'm glad we had a couple of days to, to, uh, to, to process this and get my emotions under control because, you know, I always consider myself an optimist. And that game against the Houston Rockets, the lowly Houston Rockets, the team that allows the most points in the NBA, they lose in overtime. They get destroyed in overtime. Jalen Green. Yeah. It wow. was all OT game. He, it was all OT. My fantasy team is thanking him, but my Lakers fandom is just like what is going on there um they murdered it in overtime bro that's what i want to talk about the most yes they played the spurs they lost against them they got destroyed against the clippers they had the great win against the warriors but overall this has been a very very just disgusting week for a lakers fan a lot has already been made about lebron james passing that layup yeah that wasn't that much to me was it was that much to you that was that a big thing yes it was i think it was he should have he should have Come on, dude. He's talking about being disrespected as a scorer. And when you need to win the game, he passes. Yes, it was the right play. But sometimes you need to be the alpha. You need to be the aggressive. That's been the narrative of his, of his legacy mm. this whole time, right? That's why he always has the, oh, you're not MJ. You're not all this stuff. Yeah, and, you pass it. You're not Mr. Clutch. Yeah. Uh, another thing, too. Why was Dwight Howard not playing that game? Why don't you take advantage of that mismatch? And LeBron James looks so old in that game. The game plan, right? You heard Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah. Exploit, Carmelo. attack Carmelo. They look so old. Well, they got to use that against them now. And, and that's why. Why wasn't Dwight there? Can he not give you those minutes? When I saw DeAndre Jordan, what he did against Philly, he had some nice alley-oops and just a big body there. Uh, what was his name? The other the other uh, rookie, Shen Gun. He was just manhandling them. You can't do that. When LeBron James, who is a small forward traditionally, is playing the center 
playing against bigger guys who are younger, hungrier than him, you're going to drain his energy more. What is Frank Vogel doing? What is that staff doing? We got some hashtags I want to start trending. You know, hashtag fire Frank. Hashtag resign Rob. Resign Rob's nice. I, I, you know, I, I just I, I resisted so long to just pile on this fucking team. The Rockets just came swinging at the beginning of the OT, man. Like he, Green scored the first seven points in overtime. He's just been on a tear, though. He has been very good on him. Five for five from the threes in the overtime? Come on. Come on. Like the, you said, there's no defense. And the way he said it, too, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like the team, the Lakers, Carmelo need to use what they said against other teams now. Like this is how one rookie, a young, fresh player, just disrespected one of the veterans in the league, one of the best ISO players ever. Was just as that's just saying like, "Hey, fool, you don't play defense. We know that you ain't gonna go. You know, so we're gonna go hard against you. Like now, you have to be like, fuck. I'm gonna step up my game on the defensive end. So like little players like this, who I feel I'm above, you know, won't be having games like this against me." We've been comparing this season to the 2012-2013 season on multiple episodes, Malv. And this game, LeBron James, the veteran, going up against Jalen Green, the rookie, reminds me a lot of, you know, young Damian Lillard going up against Kobe. Those were very tense games during that season. I'm going to even bring up Kyrie as well, because Kyrie was cooking the Lakers and Kobe uh, during that year as well. It's just, uh, they, they do look old. They do look old. Dwight Howard, he, he, he's a professional. Just try him. Play the game. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. I think that's it for this season. Uh, it just it doesn't seem good to me. It doesn't seem good to me. I've always been that type of person where it's like, if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Is this the Lakers' worst? It's one of them. This is so bad. This is just fucking... This is the whole season I can't believe bad. I'm swearing so much right now. <laughs> Why? That's my job. Yeah, right? <laughs> the next game the Lakers play is against Washington. Am I going to be watching this game against the Wizards? No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'll catch the highlights, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to subject myself to this kind of Yeah, if we against that, that's going to be fucking horrible. You, if we get a beat down. Kyle Kuzma revenge game? He's on my fantasy team. No. <laughs> Is he going to put in work? No. Come on, Kuzma. Come on, Kuzma. Uh, okay. I, I don't know what else you want to talk about. Is that it for the Lakers right now? That's pretty much the Lakers the last couple of weeks. <laughs> That's just what it I've is. I've been That's trying to maintain that I've optimism. I've been telling you. I've, I've been, been trying, telling you. I've been trying to maintain that optimism. This is my final, final stretch of optimism. Uh, you don't uh, believe me when I tell you at the end of the week, like, we're going to split games or not. Like, they're just not in it. Lakers have the hardest schedule remaining. Well, I think, like, they still have a fucking, what is it? Uh, they have a shot still to do something in the playoffs. Is but Anthony is Davis going like to do that, though? Well, this team is not looking like it's going to do it. No. We we didn't even mention how Russell Westbrook and the Lakers, you know, according to reports, it's almost impossible that he's going to be on the team next year. Uh, yeah, Frank, they got mutual fucking... Uh, mutual you know, parting interest, interest, right? Yeah, to go different ways. And Frank Vogel, who knows what's going to happen there? You Those know, rumors are up now, too, like you're saying. I was hearing it, too, the chatter on, like, yeah, he's not coming back next season. Then who is? Because I'm going to bring up my info. Is Phil Jackson coming back? Is Phil Jackson? Because this week we also heard that Phil Jackson was advising Jeannie Buss on Russ on the whole Lakers situation this season. So that's my conspiracy theory. Is Phil we Jackson going to come end? back? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does he come back to fucking coach LeBron? Does LeBron let him? LeBron and his posse? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Remember that? I want a shirt now. If he my posse's on Broadway. <laughs> my posse's on flower, bro. My posse's on fig. <laughs> my posse's on fig. That'd Ooh, be a sick shirt, though. your protection. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but like, come on. I was thinking, like, I was making my own conspiracy. Like, this is a Hooper's dream, bro. I think fucking Phil should come out of retirement, get some weird-ass back fucking brace thing, some Batman technology. And just let him, let him run a season, bro, and see what happens. Well, let him run the last two seasons of LeBron's shit. What's LeBron's what legacy as a Laker? He gave us a championship. He gave us one, right? Yeah. But, you know, he should have some responsibility or some blame. Him and the clutch organization. Because well, you got to blame AD, too. Even though that's nothing he could really fucking take care of, that has to be a lot of the blame. Right? Because you don't have your teams meshing together. You don't have you guys playing consistently together. That's enough Lakers talk. No, no. We're, we're running long on time, Mal. We're running <laughs> long on time. What else you want to say? Well, I just only had one thing for Lakers talk because this is all negative, and I think it's going to be a little bit like this for the next week or two. And I was just going to bring sprinkle in some Lakers gold here, some Lakers fairy dust right here. Some showtime gold? Some showtime. Some winning time. It has potential to be fucking good, to be great. The comedy was there. It's by, it's, I think, co-produced by Adam McKay, co-created with. John C. Riley as Dr. Jerry Buss was fucking gold. I think it was like perfect casting. Cause like, even though, you know, we've all seen interviews with Jerry Buss, my like image of Jerry Buss is always him in the locker room with Kobe after they won the championship. And he has like, you know, the, that fucking that swag. Yeah. Bro, the you know, 70 the glasses too. Like, I feel they brought that swag into the show. John C. Riley was a perfect cast. My outlier right now is going to be whoever Jerry West is. Uh, Jason Siegel. Is it Jason Siegel? I, I couldn't tell, but whoever's playing Jerry West is a fucking is hilarious as shit. I hope Jerry West is really like this, how they portray him, because it just brings another character. Jason to Clark. Jason Clark, yeah, and I know him from like Terminator and all these other movies, but I feel he's a great Jerry West right now. Um, I was giving shit about the guy who played Magic Johnson because I felt like he didn't look like him. Quincy Isaiah. But throughout the episode, like, I was like, okay, there's glimpses of magic, you know? Like, I just see it. And there's a little bit of that magic. That, that magic. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm with it. Uh, I don't know if you checked it out yet, but if you guys are Laker fans, basketball fans, I say definitely check it out because there's not that many, like, shows like this based on, like, a real franchise, you know? Like, and especially during a time where, like, they just revolutionized the game. And, like, you know what else is going to happen during the forum time. So, like, I'm it's HBO. I'm waiting for that. Like, yeah, guys, check that out. That's the only, only silver lining we have right now in Laker Nation. Hopefully, you know? hopefully we get another so, adrenaline shot to the chest right here, dude. Because uh, I'm telling you, three and two. Three and two this week. I hope. I hope, Malf. I hope you're right. Okay, we're running a bit long on time. A couple more things before we go. NBA standings. Let's stick in the West. We have Phoenix as one. Memphis. We didn't even talk about John Morant right. this episode, bro. We, we, even... we had him last episodes, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? He has his own episodes. Uh, he's, they're second. Good on them. Warriors three. Utah four. Dallas five. Denver six. Minnesota seven. Clippers and Lakers round out your top nine. In the East, Miami, number one. Milwaukee, number two. Philly, number three. Chicago, four. Boston, five. Toronto, Brooklyn, and Charlotte round out your top seven, eight, and nine. And the last thing before we go, NBA games to watch. Malv, what are you watching this week? Lakers versus Suns. That has to be the game to watch for Laker fans. I, I'm feeling a win. 
I'm feeling a win. What about you? What are you watching? That I know you're not watching no Laker game this weekend. Bucks versus Warriors, that primetime game, you know, that that's going to be good. Hopefully hopefully that does deliver. Maverick Celtics on Sunday as well is going to be a sick one. And for Monday, March 14th, I want to see the battle of the MVPs. We got the Denver Nuggets versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Both of those teams coming off of a disappointing loss. Let's see how they rebound and which big boy is going to distance himself in the MVP race. Wow, Malv. Is that it for today? I think so. This was a good one. Very good one. Very emotional. I got a lot out. I hope our audience enjoyed it. And that is going to conclude this week's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that. Feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will you? At malv underscore n underscore mowgli. I know we've been talking a lot about those movie episodes. We finally got a new one up. Check it out. Hopefully you guys like it. Malv, final thoughts. Free Britney!